Healing is a lot like diving headfirst into a dumpster. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I mean, think about it. Most of us have probably never literally jumped into a dumpster headfirst or at all. But when I give you that visualization, you can picture it. When I say healing is a lot like diving headfirst into a dumpster, you get what I'm saying. Let's think about it. When you dive headfirst into a dumpster... It is going to be completely disorienting. And what's going to happen? The smells, the things you're touching, the things you're seeing, all of your senses are going to be completely overwhelmed. So your first goal, obviously, is to get the fuck out of there as fast as you can and never look back. That is why I am comparing healing to being like diving headfirst into a dumpster. At first, you approach the dumpster because you're like, all right, let's tackle this. Some, there is some stuff in there that I need to work through. It's holding me back. It's my limiting beliefs. It's my negative self-talk. It's trauma. It's pain. It's hurt. I got to get in there and clean it out. And so there's a second of a little bit of... You're eager almost. You're excited a little bit in a weird way. It's kind of morbid excitement. And you're actually, for a moment, looking forward to diving headfirst into this dumpster. But the second you get in there, the bravery is gone. The courage has taken off. And you are so overwhelmed that the only goal becomes getting out and as far away as possible. Now, I get that, right? Literally, if I were jumping into a dumpster, oh God, hell to the no. And so the same thing happens with healing. But we run away as far as we can, and eventually the smell starts to fade. We can no longer picture it as vividly. But that dumpster and everything that was in there, what we saw, what we felt, it lingers and we have this urge, this kind of craving to get back in there because there's this thing called hope. Hope that if we were to get back into that dumpster and give it a good cleaning and sort through the things going on in there, we might be better off. We might feel more content, more peaceful, And it wouldn't be taking up this mental space in our brains and and occupying so much of our time anymore because we would have worked through some of it. So when we run away as far as we can and we think, I'm just never going to go there again, that dumpster can stay where it's at and forget, I'll just forget about it. 
that's not really an option. But it's what I see so many of my private practice clients doing. So many of my coaching clients are doing this. And so I have a feeling that you might be doing this too. I've avoided it this long. So is there really any point in bringing it all back up? I mean, it doesn't impact me that bad, right? And we start to justify, you know, it's been 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, maybe even more since the thing happened, right? The thing that is our dumpster. But it's still there. And sometimes you have to walk down the street where that dumpster lives, a.k.a. experience triggers, things that remind you of what you've been through, and it negatively impacts your life. And so this avoidance of the dumpster only gets us so far. It's like drinking unicorn's blood. Now hang with me. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, there's this thing where drinking a unicorn's blood, you know, can keep you alive, but you'll live a half-life, right? That's kind of the thing you're agreeing to by avoiding your dumpster. You're like, I can keep living and the dumpster will just be there and unaddressed and I'll try to ignore it as long as I can. But you live this half-life because you're kind of weighed down by the shit you're unwilling to address. Now, I'm not saying put on your gloves and dive back in that dumpster today. But could we start getting closer to the dumpster? Could we peer over the edge and maybe start identifying what's all in there? Because just peering over the edge is still going to be pretty overwhelming, but it's more manageable. right? You get up on your tiptoes and you look over the edge and you're like, okay, what, what all is going on in here? What do I need to address? So there's some trauma over in that corner and that's, that's big. Let's, let's keep that for later. But over here, there's some limiting beliefs. There's some negative self-talk. There's that time I was bullied in the seventh grade. There's my parents' divorce. There's that fight I had with my significant other that still doesn't feel resolved. There's toxic work environments. Okay, all right. So there's some things that I can identify that need some healing work. And then maybe I take a break. Okay, I've, I've got it. I've you know kind of identified some of the things going on in my dumpster. So I'm going to take a break, walk away from the dumpster, and then I'm going to revisit it. And today when I go back to the dumpster, I might reach in and just start exploring the negative beliefs a little bit. Where do they come from? How can I positively reframe them? You know, what are some things I could be doing to heal just those, just the negative beliefs? And let's just organize that little area of the dumpster right now in this season of life. And that might take us a few weeks, that might take us a few months, that might take us all year, because everybody's dumpster looks a little bit different. But the point is, your dumpster is off the path of the sanitary station, meaning ain't nobody else going to drive by and clean it out for you, right? They're not bringing their um, garbage truck and emptying it out and getting in there with a hose and some, uh, you know, soap and cleaning it out for you. It's staying there untouched. And all that 
could possibly be happening is that more shit is being added to our dumpster. Every time we avoid something, every time a feeling goes unnoticed and unaddressed, it just gets piled into the dumpster. And so I like this visual representation because your dumpster is likely overflowing. And that's why it feels so overwhelming to address it, to get in there and clean it out because you have no idea where to even begin. It's been so long since you've done any healing work or maybe you've never done any intentional healing work, right? That you're like, I can't possibly tackle this. But here's the thing. You don't have to clean your dumpster out alone. This is where a therapist or a coach or a support group or a personal development type book or a workbook of sorts or a program of sorts creates a team for you, camaraderie. And whether it's moral support, someone walks up to your dumpster with you and cheers you on as you start tackling stuff up out of there or someone more hands-on like a coach or a therapist who's going to get in the dumpster with you and explore what's going on right a therapist is going to help you dig through your dumpster and say where did this come from let's let's talk through this and a coach is going to get in the dumpster and say whoa this is how we've been living okay here are the things we need to do to move forward coaches and, and why I love being a coach. I love being a therapist, but I love being a coach. I'm obsessed with coaching because I get to help you take action steps. When I see you backing away from the dumpster, I get to prompt you. I get to hold your hand and say, come on, we're going in together. Look at that over there. I'm noticing some negative self-talk. I'm noticing these limiting beliefs coming up. Here's what we're going to do about it. And I get to help you implement a plan I love that. I get to empower you and offer moral support and say things like, oh, that looks familiar. I had one of those in my dumpster. Here's what I did. Do you think that could be helpful for you? That's why I love what I do as a coach. So find your team. Find your team of people, of supports who are going to help you tackle your dumpster. People who say, I've got a dumpster too. I hear you. I see you. My dumpster was overflowing too. And if I can do it, if I can get in there and clean it out, I think you can too. Oh, you have different obstacles than me. Let's talk through that. Someone who's validating and understanding, right? Your mental health and this need for healing, it's a dumpster. And I want to get you in there and cleaning that baby out ASAP. For those of you who've already been cleaning out your dumpster, don't forget to pause every once in a while And look behind you. Look at how far you've already come. Remember when it was once overflowing? Remember when the smell was so god-awful you couldn't even breathe 
when you were near the dumpster and now you're all up in there cleaning that shit out don't forget to look at how far you've come not just at how much farther you have to go I see you all on this healing journey and I honor you at every step I'm so freaking proud of you and I am humbled to play a small role in cleaning out your dumpster. I love you guys so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.